And now for something completely different. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. And now, Indy City Football Live! It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? We are controlling transmission. Blah, 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 blah. Speaking of sports. I was way off. We're doing so good at being bad. This activity is truly unproductive. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRT. And now your hosts... Josh Baker, Jason Chisholm, and Jay Desai with the latest from Big Car, Indy 11, and your neighborhood team. Hello, and welcome to ICF Live, your home for all instructive cummerbund folding. Yes, that is ICF Live. Uh, I'm Josh Baker. Jay Desai is here with me. Hello. Uh, just to clarify, it's Indy City Football Live. Okay, fine. Sure, yeah. whatever you say. Uh, yes, it's actually Indy City Football Live. Normally, we would have a third coast host as well, Jason Chisholm. But uh, due to some some unfortunate audio issues when we recorded this, uh, it died. And we're having to record it again, and Jason is stuck at work, unfortunately. This is not his job, surprisingly enough. Yeah, that recording was the greatest show in the world. This is just a tribute. Yeah, you're never going to hear that. No one is. <laughs> it's gone. Um, it's lost to the annals of time. Uh, but anyway, let's go straight into um, some looking at the results from last week. Uh, what was our game of the week, Jay? Game of the week was Heron Morton against Broad Ripple City, which was a 5-0 th- uh, wipeout throwdown. Drubbing, yes. This is a drubbing. Uh, and Jason uh, had an opportunity to talk to someone from, I, I'm pretty clearly Heron Morton, who said, we're tracking goal differentials. So they're, they're already <laughs> working on goal differential. Although, is that even a tiebreaker in our league? I don't even think it's like in the top two or three. So that's just... <laughs> it's just, it just, it's just ex- rubbing it in to be kind of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I saw the game. Uh, they're both very intense teams. They both played very well. Um, I saw a couple quick goals. And <laughs> when I... Asked one of the broader, broader players after the game what was the score. He said, um, "A lot to nothing." <laughs> so, Ooh. but they so played well. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll rebound. You think Broad Ripple City will uh, will play well the rest of the year? Yeah. Even though they had a bad bad I first think so. game. Okay. Uh, let's go straight to the results of the rest of the league. We had uh, Real Fletcher Place uh, with six over Real West with one, and that's. That is how you pronounce that those words. It's not real because this is not Spanish. Well, no, it is real because the, both the kings of Fletcher Place and the king of the West Side are both there. Well, the queen of the West Side. The, it's a matriarchy. See, I, that just I, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> they are, they attend. Um, anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, it was a unfortunate blowout to Real West, who who had a good couple of years. Um, maybe this is a rebuilding year for them. Uh, in other news, Meridian Kessler United lost 3-1 to Upper Downtown FC. Uh, Upper Downtown FC, as described by their captain, Zach Shorter, as being the Falcons of uh, Indy City football because they kick butt in the main season and then just and immediately the the drop off the map. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see if they make it to the final, go up like 5 to nothing. And I then said lose. to him, just win a playoff game. Let's yeah. <laughs> uh, then we also had Midtown FC... Uh, five AC Mile Square one. Yeah, and uh, then the uh, 
Bates Hendricks played against Old North United, and uh, they they scored a goal, but did end up losing two one. Bates Hendricks on my dark horse for the season. As Are in, they? Well, Why? I, uh, well, a dark horse in the sense that uh, they've had. Uh, they might very not be poor... as terrible as they were in the past. I mean, I yes. like I like the Bates Hendricks host. We we had a very fun game against them, and it... yeah, I just mean in terms of results, I, they have improved. I I play with them in the winter and um, totally agree. Really... Like we we the the game was pretty close. I mean, that just might be that we're both terrible. Um, both <laughs> Old North and uh, and Bates Hendricks. Oh yeah, you you were in that game. Yes, you, I was. And and they played pretty well, no, right? They, yeah, they they really did. It it was not it was not a bad game. Um, I think that the uh their goal was scored on on the counter on us, so we didn't have our defense set, and that's normally our stronghold is the is the defense. But uh, I th- I think Bates can uh, do something this year. Why? And you've got extremely slow reflexes, so the counter is oh, where they. Oh, <laughs> that's not very nice. Uh, we also had Garfield AC beat Atletico Cottage, Cottage Home one to nothing, and in uh, my special game, uh, Woodruff Place, my new team, uh, we uh, successfully beat FC Fountain Square four one. Uh, that's my old team. Uh, I um, regrettably scored a goal. Regrettably, did uh, you celebrate you against your forward team? I did not celebrate. Uh, I learned from Thierry Henry to. Not just not celebrate, but to throw off. Uh, Make any sure teammate. no one else celebrates. Anyone either. trying to like shut up? No, no, no! I'm very, very emotional. Like I cannot do this. I've been in captain, and uh, so, so I. Uh, but um, how yeah, was how was facing your former uh, team? Uh, it felt weird because uh, Colin Rank and I both for several years kind of co-captained the team. And when we were standing and practicing before the game, we could see them on the hill, the sea of red. And he he rightfully said, this feels weird. <laughs> Just, you know, playing against red instead of... Uh, and I told him before the game started, I said, better dead than red. <laughs> but <laughs> but I didn't mean it. <laughs> uh, we also had Old Speedway City beating Irvington 4 to nothing. Uh, that's uh, it's a good game. Well, not a good game. Sorry, it's a it's a <laughs> well, good result for Speedway City for sure. And uh, Mapleton continues, or shall we say, resurrects their old form. Uh, wasn't sure how they would play after their uh, <laughs> the website called it the scorched earth policy. <laughs> um, but uh, that's you know uh, really nice to see. The Mapleton Twitter, which had a very foreboding ominousness, can continue in its way. I think it said, um, "Come, let us uh, come, let us envelope you under our black flag." <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, that's only completely creepy. <laughs> that, I think that's that's what they're going for. Yeah, I, thank you, Jay. <laughs> uh, so we also had, of course, an ICF challenge, which was best selfie, and uh, actually three different teams split the points on that. Um, we had uh, FC Fountain Square who uh, snuck into the Bates Hendricks party truck. They and, deserve that, and yeah. uh, and got got a good selfie in there. Uh, split part of the points with Bates Hendricks, who took a humongous selfie with uh, the people from Old North United as well. We but actually we were the cause of both other teams winning the selfie challenge because we distracted Bates Hendricks by playing against them, <laughs> so that FC Fountain Square could take a photo in their truck. And then we also participated in Bates's uh, Bates's selfie as well. Yeah, okay, but um, you guys didn't get the same number of points. No, uh, Bates Hendricks and Fountain Square both got point one points, and we got point oh five. I want to reveal something, um, some inside baseball here. <laughs> Jordan wasn't sure what to do, 
and uh, he was he asked me, uh, our commissioner, and I said, <laughs> I tipped the scales. I said those guys were lazy. They didn't do their own <laughs> selfie. They didn't deserve full points. And he's like, oh, okay. So well, that's garbage, Jay, and I hate you. <laughs> Uh, let's go to this week's uh, game of the week. It is going to be Old Speedway City versus Real West, the uh, the Battle of the West Side. Yeah, uh, it's the uh, Old West versus the New West, as uh, Jason, who's not who's here, not and here. Died. please be upon him. No, he didn't die. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he's he's fine. He's alive. Uh, he's but at he's the just Speedway actually working. He's, he's yes, uh, yes. He coined the Old West versus the New West uh, battle, and I, I kind of like that. Uh, it's I I'm not sure how the matchup's gonna be on the on the field just because um, Speedway had a blowout and uh, Real West got blown out. So it's match day one. You don't know. It's yes. Yeah. It's early in the season, so you don't know the the strength of the teams. But hopefully, this isn't a blowout. Um, I think we have to do what we did last week, where we we have to we have to talk about the sponsor battle for sure. So uh, the sponsor of Old Speedway City is Daredevil Brewery, uh, very great brewery, and the. Uh, the sponsor of Real West is 58 Bar at Central State, which is actually a development by MI Homes mm-hmm. on the Central State grounds. Uh, so they're building a bunch of homes there, and it's going to be open, uh, available uh, later this year. So uh, we have a brewery again versus what essentially right now is a field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this is my, my, my theory is that... Uh, it's not just the brewery because it's uh, it's old Speedway too, and so all of these Speedway people would uh, uh, just diehard race fans of who course. also like beer, yes, and are known to be armed, would <laughs> very quickly flood that field, um, and, they, and it would be shortest war ever. So see, it would be but I think the field is going to play the long game here because as you as you know, the the people at the Speedway they go to a field, they park, they tailgate. And then they pass out. So, so it's the quickest invasion in history. Yeah, the field followed are, by they, just they're gonna let them in. <laughs> and, then, and then when they're all just lying down, blacked out, someone who from uh, fifty-eight bar is gonna just put a flag and, <laughs> and declare themselves the winner. And <laughs> I, honestly, I think that's that's I, how it would work. I'm gonna agree with that uh, technical analysis. <laughs> <laughs> so our our after party this week is actually at Daredevil Brewery. So. Uh, if you are looking for a place to celebrate after the game, and you totally should, it's fun to hang out with the other teams and uh, just have more of that ICF spirit. Uh, right after the first round of games uh, at Daredevil Brewery, the after party will be. And, uh, yeah, it's always great to get down over to the Speedway area during race week. Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be packed. Uh, it's on Main Street. So yeah, Main Street there in Speedway. Just uh, go after the first round of games. and uh, Beers are good. Gonna be great, uh, Jay. Uh, who was our sports baller of the week this week? Well, so just to just to recap, the Brady Pierce Sports Baller of the Year Award um, is going to be handed out at the end of the season, uh, and there's a weekly award every week. So the 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 year winner will be chosen from the weekly winners. Um, and this so, week there was so only we do need your nominations every yeah. week. Please give us your nominations for sports baller of the week and year, and and that way we have a good. Uh, good selection of candidates for the end of the year. And then uh, Josh says it's because there was only one nominee uh, this this week, uh, but and so he wins. <laughs> the nominee and the winner, should I say, is Jeremy Field, plays for AC Miles Square and nominated by Colton Vincent, the uh, manager of uh, Midtown FC. 
Golden said that in the first game, uh, Jeremy took it easy instead of clearing him out. I guess they had a 50-50 situation. And, uh, you know, he just this is just a good example of de-escalation. And uh, Colton felt he could just play more freely, and he himself felt more at ease instead of <laughs> yeah, it didn't arms feel up. so intense. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's what that's really what you want. You you want everybody to realize that this is not so intense. We're having fun. Don't try to go out and hurt somebody else. It's just not. It's not worth it. Yeah, and uh, in our game, uh, Woodruff against Fountain Square, same thing. Shout out to the whole team, um, and also to Clay Angeli. I hope you're doing better because he, he pulled his knee. Um, just running but he had he had faced a couple of tackles which uh a lesser man would have uh, maybe gotten a little bit uh irate about but he was he was a good sportsman about it so well normally this is the time in the show where we transition to power rankings brought to you by uh jason jason chisholm uh but since he doesn't exist currently we're just gonna have dead air for two minutes and we're just gonna stare at each other does that sound like a good idea Oh, sorry. You said I was diced out of the dead air. <laughs> All right. Perhaps that's not a great idea, but uh, Jason will be back with Power Rankings next week, and we will uh, get the update on who is the, the well, team I to watch. Well, I think it's very amazing because it's even lazier than last week where he said everyone's the same. This week he just doesn't have Power Rankings. He didn't even show rankings. up. <laughs> Gosh. So what's oh, next? Jason, you're, go, go stop doing your job and do this job instead <laughs> for free. <laughs> So uh, we have a uh, an interview on site from last week that uh, Jay did uh, for the uh, expansion neighborhood section. Jay, do you want to kind of lead us into this interview? Yes, I do. Uh, so uh, we didn't talk about this last week. We have a segment called uh, about expansion neighborhoods, um, and the way we intend to do it uh, is that we have a game show uh, called Better Know a Neighborhood. It's the Better Na- Better Know a Neighborhood contest. Um, about lesser known, um, uh, I could say obscure neighborhoods. Yeah, um, places that aren't aren't so hip, maybe yet. That's right. And the way it works is that I've agreed to pay for the pr- the the prize, which is if you can answer three questions about the lesser known neighborhood, uh, you win an all expense paid one way uh, Uber to that neighborhood. <laughs> Um, but I did agree to pay for it, so I, I've tried. To, I've made the questions very difficult. Uh, that's reasonable. So, um, so uh, today I, I interviewed uh, th- uh, this first match day. I interviewed someone about the Otterbein neighborhood. Let's see see how he did. Hi, uh, and welcome to the game show. Uh, better know a neighborhood. Who am I talking to? You're talking to Sam. And who do you play for? I play for Mapleton. Where do you live? Uh, near Mapleton. Butler Tarkington. Great. Well, so this is what the game is. Uh, we're going to try and get people to know about uh, lesser-known neighborhoods. Okay. So okay. if you can answer correctly three Ooh. questions about a lesser-known neighborhood, you can win an all-expense one-way Uber, all-expense-paid one-way <laughs> Uber to the neighborhood. Wow. Okay? <laughs> okay, so question one is about the Otterbein neighborhood. This is, it's all about Otterbein. Otterbein. Where is it located? That's question oh, one. Jeez. Ooh. I've got that uh, neighborhood map, but I, I don't know. Um, it's on the southeast side. I'm sorry, no, but you can try the Jeez. other questions. Uh, what is the name of the park in Otterbein neighborhood? Is it Otterbein Park? No, it's Quincy Park. Oh, my God, um, of course. Uh, how many children's swings are there at Quincy Park? Four. <laughs> close. It's five. Very close. <laughs> and the last question is, there's an auto repair shop in Otterbein. 
Uh, what time does it close on Tuesdays? Uh, I think probably about six. Oh, you almost said four. You almost had it. Uh, oh. Well, thanks for thanks so the, for playing. Mm. Unfortunately, you won't get to go to Otterbein one way. Dang. <laughs> So, uh, Sam there did not get any of them right. He he did very poorly, actually. Yes. Uh, so, I'm just going to run through all the questions. Uh, he, where is Otterbein? Otterbein is on the near east side uh, before you get to Irvington. Uh, those of you who might know, it's near Little Flower, um, but further east than, um, than uh, Woodruff Place. Uh, it is uh, kind of around, like, uh, sh- between Sherman and Emerson. 16th and 70. It was um, it's relatively new. Came up in the 50s uh, during a post-war construction boom, and uh, uh, it has a mid-century modern motif. Um, but um, how lovely! Yeah, right. So that's out of my neighborhood. Uh, that's where it is. It has the second question was what's the name of the park? It's not Otterbein Park. It's Quincy Park. Quincy Park. And uh, there are five children's swings in that park. He guessed wrong there. Did you? Uh Learn that information yourself? Did you uh, do I, some I, location scouting? I just scouting? sat in my car and looked at the park. And <laughs> no, no. You didn't no, even uh, use it? to the FBI, I did not do that. <laughs> I I, dro- I looked on Google Street View, okay? And I just guessed at the children's swings. <laughs> um, and then finally, the question is, what time does Taken Care Automotive, uh, the local car repair business, close on most, I mean, on Tuesdays? That's 4 p.m. 4 p.m. So why 4 p.m.? Do you know? Yeah, uh, the rest of the days they're early. open until pretty late, and then oh, that's okay. their like rest days. So uh, maybe they want to be with their families, I guess. I don't know. I got nervous because you almost picked that, even though you know didn't get any of those right. But anyway, that's Otterbein. Unfortunately, Otterbein, uh, while an interesting neighborhood, is not a candidate for expansion uh, because it's very small. Um, and I I know uh, I have a good authority that on a Wednesday night Wednesday night recreational um, a floor hockey league there is a team called Otterbein. So not only do, can they they already have a team that plays on Wednesday nights and they don't have enough population to support another one. No, honestly. they don't have enough. Uh, there's, there's not enough a market for two sports. They're gonna have to have just hockey. Every week we try to bring you some great content on your, our website, IndyCityFootball.com. And if you haven't checked that out, well, we're going to talk about it now. You should still check it out, but we're, we're going to talk about it. One of the things that uh, is up on there is the fact that there has been a uh, fight recently in the Indiana Senate about uh, whether or not ICF can build a new stadium on the central state grounds. Uh there's uh, been some regula- regulatory issues. Do you have any uh, any insight on that, Jay? Uh, I don't have insight. I just have opinions. <laughs> I'd love to hear your They're opinion, not, I guess. It's, uh, while I think that it is uh, uh, insane, um, and I'm fully supportive of insane ideas, uh, I want a monorail that goes from my house to work. Is that? I mean, Whole that's Foods. not that insane. That would be really nice, actually. Yeah, but fantastic. Um, but um, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the revenue raising. Um, the IPA tax is completely unacceptable. Well, let's be clear. So the 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 stadium what was 880 million dollars proposed, and one of the things that a few of the things they're going to uh, put taxes on are uh, games there, Connor Prairie, and IPAs. And I am fully in support of every single one of those taxes because uh, each of those things <laughs> are terrible, and we should tax them and punish IPAs the people. IPAs already that use like it. fifty bucks a drink. Okay, we don't. <laughs> IPAs are the worst possible beer that you could drink, 
and it's I honestly like what are you doing that you think that that tastes good? Uh, I disagree, but I'm not going to die on this hill. So. I think we should fight about <laughs> this. Honestly, <laughs> I want to go really hard about this about IPAs. Uh, <laughs> but what what do you think of the tax on Connor Prairie? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I mean they're they're old, <laughs> and they're old. They're they're not old. They're just. They pretend like they're I saw, old. I saw a Queen tribute band there once, and it was great. Um, so as long as it doesn't end there, as long as the tax doesn't affect the cost of the tender tenderloin, I'm fine. All right. If you're just joining us, you are listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRT LP Indianapolis. Normally, this is the time of the show where we would talk to Commissioner Jordan about things that are happening in the league, uh, but... He is also MIA doing some other thing that's apparently more important than this. Um, so we're just going to disparage him for a couple minutes. What do you think about Jordan J? Um, he has too much power. <laughs> I think that I should have the power, and he should not. <laughs> what are you going to do to make this happen? Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, History Channel. That's pretty much what I've been doing. I'm not a man of action. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's great. So since we can't talk to Jordan, let's go uh, straight on to Indy 11. Uh, They had a busy week last week that was just not very good, um, unfortunately. They uh, lost one to nothing to the Mississippi Bria. I found out that uh, it's actually Bria, Bria, which means shine in Spanish. Um, it is not Brilla, and it's not anything to do with Brilla pads, unfortunately. That shine with a Y, the artist, right? Oh. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> so they, they lost on an 82nd-minute goal in the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, unfortunately, that means that they are out of the competition this year, and much like, like, much last, like year. last year, they uh, lost to an amateur team, which is not great. No. Not great to lose to a team in which the players do not get paid when you are a team that the players do get paid on. Um, it's very unfortunate, but um, it's pretty clear that uh, Indy 11 like to focus on the league and not on the cup, and their uh, their effort and their team sheet reflected that. Um, don't know necessarily if I agree with that strategy, but it is the one that they are taking. So. Uh, on the upside, the people in Mississippi must be extremely happy. They are <laughs> very happy. Time. It is the first time that they've moved into the third round oh, of the man. U.S. Open Cup ever. So that is that is great for them. It's cool to see uh, upsets in the, in the Cup, just not when it happens to you. So unfortunately, it happened to Indy 11 this week. Uh, they also had a uh, a home game in the league against Bethlehem Steel which they lost 2 to 1. Uh unfortunate because they they played fairly well in the first half and and really probably should have scored a couple times but uh went scoreless in the halftime and they uh gave up a goal, tied it on a uh Zach Steinberger goal, uh his first goal in 3 years by the way. Uh but then uh lost on a 74th minute goal late in the game and could not uh pull back even so that sees them drop to seventh in the table on 14 points uh there's uh three other teams on 14 points but they are uh third in terms of goal differential of those uh four teams uh 
as you may or may not know, the top eight teams from each conference make the playoffs. So being down in seventh, mm-hmm. only one point ahead of ninth place, that puts them in a little bit of a danger zone. So uh want to see some good results going yeah. forward to, to keep them in the clear. Um, they're actually playing against one of the teams that they're tied on 14 points with this weekend, uh, New York Red Bulls 2. It is an away game uh, on Sunday at 1 p.m., I can't think of anything else that's happening in Indianapolis sports at that time, so you should watch it. Yeah, no, no. There's nothing else Definitely happening. nothing else. It's not like the biggest event of the year in Indianapolis or anything. On the upside, you might get really good parking trying to go to the, <laughs> go to the uh, go to Indy New York game. to watch the game. Oh, it's in New York. Uh, yeah, uh, never mind. I mean, you still might get good parking because they have the lowest attendance in the <laughs> league. <laughs> it's because uh, Red Bulls, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so so since there's nothing going on in Indy that weekend, yeah. <laughs> drive on over to New York to watch the Indy 11 win. Yeah, and they're they're playing against New York Red Bulls too, which is not a real team. And uh, frankly, I uh, I wish that uh, the USL did not have uh, reserve teams in their league. It uh, it kind of it just doesn't help the supporter culture when a quarter of your teams are really just another team. Yeah, they have very low attendance at that. Yeah, I mean, every single one of the reserve teams has low attendance because mm-hmm. they they just don't have their own fan base, and people don't want to see the the reserves. Yeah, so. we were talking about this earlier, and I guess you had a point in that uh, the MLS could rather follow like a baseball model. Well, that's what they're trying to do. Essentially, is they're they're trying to make all of their lower league teams affiliates, which yeah. just it it makes it so that the the like ownership of the club. Well, the feeling of ownership of the club just doesn't have the same thing to it. So, you, as fans, you're not as invested. Yeah, in, in think about mind. all the good movies you could make about a soccer player being forced to go down to the minor leagues to prove himself. I don't <laughs> think that that's what I'm concerned about when I'm <laughs> thinking about the league that Indy 11. Yeah, is yeah, in. yeah. I have the really important points. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a few opportunities this next week to uh, to get involved in the community and. Uh, and just either volunteer or go to a community event. So, uh, Jay, what's uh, what's one of the events we have? So the league is doing an Indie Reads book drive. Uh, so you can donate your gently used or, uh, you know, read one-time books to Indie Reads. You could do that by bringing them to the pitch on the match day. League will collect them. You will get uh, uh, some extra points. There's like a 12-book per player limit. You can donate more, but uh, it's just you won't get more points, you know. But So, yeah, means. you can... Uh, Bring books to the game and uh, get points for your team. It's, uh, it's a pretty good deal. Uh, make them good books. Don't don't give us the books that are terrible. That's yeah 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 yeah. Don't uh, don't don't no boring books. One other thing, if you're uh, coming to the games this week, uh, USI, who recently moved into Central State, is having a warehouse uh, grand opening. So uh, tomorrow, cool. on Wednesday, if you want to go check out USI. Uh, they are going to be open from 12 to 8, so uh, that'd be cool. Uh, we also have a uh, big car event, which we like to bring to you because uh, big cars doing good things in the community. They uh, have an event called De Aqui y De Allá, From Here and There, featuring artist Eddie Kalaka, and that is May 26th at 1 p.m. It is, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of this series before, but it is a uh, monthly event hosted by Eduardo Luna, who uh, interviews artists who have immigrated to Indianapolis from other countries. So That's just awesome. kind of bringing in 
different cultures into uh, the Indianapolis culture and just trying to integrate that and just highlighting that. It's it's actually pretty cool. A lot of great stuff for the Tube Factory. It will be at the Tube Factory. Yeah, it will so. be at the Tube Factory. Sorry, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Uh, now we're going to go straight to where I talked to John Green and John Green only, so everyone else, please just stop listening. Hey, John. Uh, you know how you like Holiday Park? Well, I like Holiday Park, too. Um, it's pretty cool. It's a really nice park, has some <laughs> nice trails, but one of my favorite features, actually, is the uh, the ruins. Jay, have you ever heard of the Holiday Park ruins? No, I have not. Well, you did, actually. You heard about them yesterday, but thank you for faking it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, uh, so, for those who don't know, the, the ruins are uh, a... They used to be a sculpture in the St. Paul building in New York, and uh, late in the 1950s, the company that owned it wanted to take it down. So the uh, main uh, edifice was moved to uh, Indianapolis to create a, a ruin-shaped park. And uh, over the years, uh, after 12 years of planning it, the artist actually was told to stop it, and the city took over for him and finished. Uh, and then almost immediately, it became real ruins instead of fake real ruins, which is a really interesting metaphor for our society. Uh, <laughs> but uh, recently, I don't know if you've been there recently, but uh, Friends of Holiday Park actually raised $3.2 million to restore it cool. to an actual kind of uh, spice it up, made it look like what it was it intended to be yeah, way really back in, in the 60s. So uh, it is a really nice place to walk around, and I would highly recommend it. Um, both John Green uh, and I enjoy it. So. Uh, <laughs> I think I can speak for him. <laughs> <laughs> so today's show is uh, brought to you by uh, auto repair shops that close on Tuesdays very early. Auto repair shops that close on Tuesday early, slightly inconvenient for you. Today's show is also brought to you by uncertainty. Uncertainty. That feeling when the defenders are slightly in front of you and the ref hasn't looked at you yet. So don't cherry pick. Today's show is also brought to you by reserve teams in the USL. Reserve teams in the USL, boring for everybody. <laughs> today's today's show is also brought to you by, actually brought to you by Big Car. Big Car, the uh, real sponsor of uh, Indy City Football, uh, is responsible for the league, and this radio station, and countless other things that make Indianapolis better. They're doing a lot of things in the community and a lot of good things uh, right here. So thank you, Big Indy. Car. Yes, thank you, Big Car. Uh, thank you for making this show possible. We want to say thank you also to all of our listeners for uh, once again tuning in. We are uh, very happy to be bringing you this show on uh, 99.1 WQRT Indianapolis. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank Bye, you. everybody. Bye. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine?